Yes. Mama. Yes. Okay, I'll take your bowl and I'm gonna hold on to it, okay? Because your food is in the air fryer. Okay? So, what I'm saying to you, Landon, is God designed his family structure. Go where the Bible. Let's find out where, the, where God talks about the family. I don't, I don't even want to do that. I want to tell you what God, how God designed his family structure, but I want God to tell you. Let me see. When you're looking in the Bible, I mean, when you look at any book, you first go to the bed if you're looking for certain words. And what the word? What word am I looking for? You know what is so, so funny is I was about to go straight to Google. I was going to say, Lord, Lord, let me just look it up on Google. But you know what? The Lord said, no, you look it up in my Bible. And I went to the back of my Bible and let's see, families, Genesis 12 and 3 and Acts 3 and 25. See if my um, sticky notes in that bag landed. You do? Oh, I bet you do, because you be definitely having them. Oh, three. Your food looking so good, Bubba. Okay. Let mommy cook it just a little bit more, okay? Can I have a big hug? For the sticky notes, young man. May I have a pen out of that bag? I know I have that in there. Cause see, now we finna have to study. Now we gotta ah, ah, ah. go to Bible study. Not you coming to play with my Bible now. Uh -uh. Cut it out. Cut it out, please. Cut it out. Let me see which one you got. Mm -hmm. Give me another one. I'm sorry. This one's 
wet. It's gonna like smear, and I don't want that to be in my mouth. There are pins in the pocket. Look in the two pockets, sweetie. Sweetie. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, boom. Yeah, me, me. Hey, wait, wait. Hey, get out my bag. Go put that book back. Go put the book back. Put the book back, young man. I used to have one of these. He said no. Oh my gosh, bro. I do not. <laughs> I do not know what universe this freaking kid came from, but. He keeps me on the island of okay. Give him the book back. What are you even doing right now? Why are you even interfering in what me and three got going on right now? You supposed to be eating chicken, and he mad because you got food. Cause you got your food fixed first, and you coming for leaving your food to mind my business, and that's exactly what we was talking. We was just talking about, right? Can you see this cold? Mm -hmm. What is that? Can you give me a couple more of those? Good. Those water bottles. Sure. I really wish you guys some ice. I had went to um. Ice. To what? I had I meant to go to Parker's the other day and grab us some the crushed ice. Like the two boys? Yes, you know, that's what I really wanted. Can you open this aquafina? I can't open it. No, don't open it. Leave it. Just leave it sitting there. I can't believe there is such a thing as cold steam. Why not? What is cold steam? Maybe we need to watch some more Bill Nye. Bill Nye, this is fantastic. I, I don't know what Bill Nye is. I've just heard of it. What? What did you just say to me? Yes. You don't know what Bill Nye is. I, I've seen a TikTok about it. But, but oh my gosh, bro. This Negro just said he's seen a TikTok about it. Yeah, because these kids, there was like a classroom thing. And we finna watch Bill Nye. The song's gone. You know what he was like? Bill Nye, the science guy. And then you all you get hit in the background. Bill, 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 and then they never tested you. But it was kind of like COVID that kind of really... Well, no. When the COVID came in, it was yeah, kind of like... It, gonna, you didn't get... It's yeah, okay, though, no, because we know you gifted. Test. We don't need nobody else to know if they ain't ready to know yet. Mm, Yo, I they was might... gifted in about kindergarten. Yeah, I know, maybe. Ma. But you know that what you was also? What? Showing your that ass. And that's that another thing that, that messes you up with programs like that. They do not play that shit. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a little crunchy. No, no, but it's good. Crunchy french fries with the onion ring. I want some onion rings too. I just said that. I should have got some. Okay. When, when, when that cookout get finished, we're going to have so many onion rings. Bro, I love cookout. Me too. It's delicious. Okay, well, we supposed to be looking at families, right? Okay. Who's that? 
It has families. Families. It doesn't say family with the Y. It says families. In you all the in your seed all the Genesis. 12 and 3. 12 and 3. And X. Uh-uh. Now, this pen is just playing with me. Let me use this pen for real. Genesis. No, this is a different pen. Oh. Uh, you can I still want your little country price? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't believe he said, yeah. Every time he do the up with me, he do no. I get no. Mm, mm. You always get in the, yes. That's not fair, three. I give him my food. I give him my food all day long. He eat my food. And my food. That's, that's just trash. It is. Okay. Wow. X, hey, what are you doing? I just stepped on the, the old thingy. The dustpan? Yes, and the spiky part. Ow! I had a really heavy. We can throw it out. Thank you. Goodbye! I love these pans. Are you ready? All right, so families, Genesis 12 and 3, Acts 3 and, 3 and 25. Let's go look at it. It wasn't working good because it wasn't tightened on all the way. Okay. The cold steam is slowing up, and look, you can see some of that. Just lay it down right here. So then when you melt it, I'm going to wet up the table. And let it dry. I mean, let it melt. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to let it um freeze. I forgot to come back and get it. Um... Can we get started? Because you keep talking about other stuff and it's starting to distract me. Okay. Genesis 12 and 3. Is the first one. Alright, don't come eat no more his life. He trying to read his book aside with me. I don't need anything to set him off right now. See those the see those little moments right there are where you start to do things that antagonize him. Up, up, up. I'm pointing it out to you right now. Because then all day long you complain about him. No, I wasn't gonna say anything about her. I was gonna say that's just that's just me. Um, so. What's just you? Three. So he, he reading and exactly, but that's what I've been trying to get you to understand this whole time is that you do it back to him. He does that to you, right? Where you're just chilling and your chills on, and he comes and he disturbs it. Not, yeah. <coughs> but okay, this is the moment where he's in his chill zone, reading his book, eating his food, and you're disturbing it. Okay. That's what I'm trying to help you understand. That you buy, you guys do that to each other. It's not a him or you type of thing. You do it to him too, but you don't want... 
us like constantly complaining to you about you doing it to him. I'm open this Landon, do not talk about anything else other than what we're discussing in this very moment. Because I just got on to you about that. When I'm talking to you about something, I do not want you changing the subject until we are finished discussing it. Do you understand me? What I'm saying to you is that y'all both antagonize each other all day long. Do you understand? Okay, so then stop complaining because complaining only makes it worse because then you make us not even want to come out and deal with the situation because you just complain about three all day long we can't decipher between what's a serious complaint for you and what's just you crying wolf and that's what i was talking to you about before i'm here for you and i'm listening to you but the complaining makes it hard to hear the truth because we know also that you do things to him that frustrate him too. And it's just a two-way street. So just get over it. You have a sibling. That's what life with a sibling is like. I keep trying to tell you that. I keep literally telling you that that was my entire existence. I had two brothers. Two of them. And I'm a girl. They would work my last nerve. But I love them. And I forgive them. Anytime they do stuff, I always end up forgiving them. And I'm still, I always show up for them. And what I'm telling you is that I'm not saying to let things go so far to where you're not showing up for yourself or you're not taking good care of yourself. When things start bothering you so badly that, things, that you're not able to take good care of yourself, then... Or not, not even letting me get that far. But noticing that it's bothering you to that extent, then I understand that you need to discuss something with us. But you know our circumstances also. So then you know that we're waiting on a on a change. You know what I mean? So then it's kind of like we all got to be in this together, baby. That's part of what I'm trying to talk to you about today. You understand? Come on, let's read about families. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, I'm reading this Bible. No. Yes, I am. Where is this book, Mama? Mm. Where is this book? Mama? I'm reading this book. No. Y'all, you're always trying to believe no. me. No. Where is this book, Mama? I think I left Coco Melon on the room. Mm -mm, mm -mm. We're not doing Coco Melon. Mama. I'm over there. Give me my book bag. Go put it back where you got it from. Not Mama. Then why are you even why touching it? No, no. You do that. When did Bubba get Okay, so, yeah, shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings, Bird Dog. The Bird Dog was really good. I mean, I feel like I could make it at home, but it was like eating. It wasn't like too heavy, but it was still feeling. Yeah, we should have had some.
Speaking of, I was about to burn mine. That bread brown, look. <laughs> I should have turned the air fryer down. Now you see why I use toasters and not air fryers. I like toasters too. I got a nanogas when I was making those waffles. I used a toaster. Even though she had an air fryer, I don't trust air fryers. You don't trust them? Yeah, I don't like them. Why? They're kind of like microwaves. It's, it's not though, because it's not putting the waves, it's using like air. Like our hot air in our house? Can I read the Bible or not? Yes. Okay. Because you, like, take, you're going to take me down a whole nother path. And I don't even want to go down there with you. In this moment. Like, Mama. No offense. But I'm trying to stay focused here. I want to eat those pickles so bad. But I think that three sucked on all of them. And spit them back out. Like, put them in his mouth and spit them back out last night. Mm -hmm. That probably cooked that perfectly, actually. I didn't okay. No, because I was sleep. I just ate. I just ate my, my, my chicken and my fries. And I want to sleep. Is this ready? Yeah. I'm going to tell you. Mm -hmm. I got you. Thank you. Okay. Genesis 12 and 3. Hmm. You read it. Me? Mm hmm. Start right there. Mm hmm. Start right there. Start? Genesis 12 and 3. I will bless you. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse them who curses you. And 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 then you all the families of earth of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lot with with and Lot went into with him. And Abraham was seventy five years old when he departed from Haran. Then Abraham took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son. And all and all their possessions that that they had gathered and the people who who had acquired to, in a heart and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So Hold on. Go back to where we started and we start again, please. I will bless those who bless you. Uh uh. Say it. I can see that's why I'm not hearing you right because you're not speaking clear enough of me. Sit up. Bless those who bless you. Mm -hmm. And I will curse them who curses you. Mm -hmm. And in and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And in you in you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Okay. Let me see. Thank you. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. All right. So Abraham, so Abram departed. So I'm sorry, Abram, not Abraham. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. What am I speaking of? Okay. 12 and 3. I will bless those who bless you. That's what we're stopping at, three. We're not going to keep reading. Just that one. So we can keep it. I will bless those who bless you. I will bless those who bless you. Bless what does that mean to you? Like, if you will bless the people that bless me? Mm-hmm. Like, if you bless me, and, and I get a big old house, then God will bless you. And you get a big old house. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. And I will curse him who curses you. Does that make me feel? Mm-hmm. Well, that makes me feel like if like, somebody evil curses me, then God will take away the curse from me and give back right back to them to curse them, and they shall die. Well, I want to go. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That makes me feel like if I'm blessed, everybody else is blessed. Not in my whole life. Mm. Very good. I get some of those same meanings. Miss Clifford said that when I was doing that run on records and I first started and I just kept on going, she said I just kept on hitting all the important parts. Well, I know you throw wrong. I throw wrong. I used to be fifth grade reading level in kindergarten first. That's why I said what I said to her, um, to your teacher. About when she told me that you had read all the way to like an S. And I was like, yeah, I want to see him at a W because I know he can do it. I could see you at, I could see you reading on college level early. Because you're super smart. Maybe I can put, be put in college level. <laughs> Maybe, not really. I don't mean to laugh, but maybe for real. It happens. Did you get put in college early? No, because I graduated. I graduated early, but I didn't want to go right out of school. Because I was having you. Ah. So I waited until I had you. 
but we can spend some quality time. Can we? So we finished? We're not finished with the Bible, are we? No. The next, um, what we gotta go to Acts. What about TV? What about TV? No, you wanna watch TV. You know what, y'all too? No, I don't wanna watch TV. I wanna watch TV. I wanna watch, watch TV. Well, if you wanna watch TV, go put my book back in my bag. Okay. It's right here, three. It's over there. It's right here. Oh, you took my secret bag. Oh. Put the book back, Gray. No. It's right here. Right here? Come here. Go ahead now. It's right here. It's right here. It's in there. Oh, you just raised it. X. Put it in there. Three. 25. I just went through. Me and Mama. Put a book back. No. We're going to put, put it back. in that bag. Alright, I'm going to read this one then. Okay. Okay. Acts 3 and 25. You are sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, excuse me, what I first want you to notice is that in Acts, it says that you are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers saying to Abraham. But in, but in Genesis, it says, now the Lord had said to Abram. Wait, what? It's not the same question. Look. Right here. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, right here on 25. See, it's got a star by it, too. Mm -hmm. And the star, just like it, the, the star is empty. You see the star is empty on this. On this. I want to notice. I want to I wanna talk about that. The, I want to talk about the fact that the star, you can go ahead and start. Here, let me open it. Mm -hmm. I was trying to wait so they didn't do that, but you just seriously cannot wait. So go ahead. I understand. My baby thirsty. Mama. I'm gonna froze this water. I'm thirsty. You thirsty too? Where you put your water? Uh. Hey, Landon, this is your juice. It's been your juice for the longest. Mama, this is my water. Well, I'm gonna put it in the freezer. Well, Mama, I mean, you put it in the freezer, whichever. Bye. Bye. Oh, but don't forget it. Or it's gonna end up like that water. Hey, Bubba, what are you dropping? Oh, no. Now, see what you did? You made a mess. What is that cup of water? Oh. Go get the broom. Come on, slide the chair back over here for my leg fall. It's still. Come on, we in the middle of talking. I'm, I, you, come on now. That's why I didn't want to let you get it. Excuse me. All right. 
I want you to notice that the star in Genesis is different because it's empty. But the star in Acts is filled in. And I want you to notice the name that God calls. Now the Lord has said to Abram. You listening? Mm -hmm. Now the Lord has said to Abram. And then he goes on and says, get out of your country. I'm going to read from 12 to 12, 3. So we can kind of have some background for the one that he wants us to focus on. Because we know what 3 says, right? I will bless those who bless you. Hey, Bubba, you clean up your mess? Okay, I'll clean it up. Don't worry about it. No, put that back, please, because you're making a bigger mess. No. Chester. No. Oh, my goodness. I'm about to get your tail. Put that back up there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening and following directions. Very good job. Okay. So it says, get out of your country from your family. You hear this? Because I went into, we talking about family. Right? Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house. To a land that I will show you. He wants some water, but he can't. He don't understand that he can't get that water. Three, your water is right here, Bubba. No, you don't want it because you see you with that. Put the top back on it, Landon. Stop. It's not like you can drink it. Okay, well, bye bye. help you get that. Leave your brother alone. Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. Do you hear what his instructions are? Yes. The, this is the Lord's promise to Abram. Okay? I'm about to get you. Give it here. Give me the top. You about to take a nap. You ready for a nap? Is that what it is? No, because no. Well, drink the water so you can go take your nap. Because now you're distracting. Now you're being distracting. Night, night. Go take a nap. Go and go and go take your nap. You can take your book. Go take your nap. Take it with you. Go take your nap.
like I was saying. Because I want us to get these instructions. These are instructions. In this season, this is instructions. Okay? This word is straight up instructions. And you see my Bible actually broke, you guys. I dropped it and it and it broke. And but look at how God just uh, now I can hold it in my hand while I read it and I'm feeling this. It's like a newspaper. It's like a newsletter. And what I just what did I just talk to you about earlier? What what P word did I use? Do you remember? When you asked me about Stacey Abrams, I used the word it's a P word. Do you remember what that word was? It was something like it had a P-R-O. Yes. Pra-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-
Because I, I, you can't be hanging on me right now, baby. You want to sit down. I know. I love you too. I love you, but right now that that um that's feel like heaviness, and I and I, this word made me feel light. You feel me? So you gotta let me soar in this word real quick, and then mommy give you all the hugs you need. Okay. All right. So twelve. Lord's the Lord's promise to Abram. Because right in this season is about promise. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited, guys. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> because my birthday is coming up and God always gives me my birthday present first. Yes, he does. Listen. Listen. Because I'm serious. God always, for the last few years, there was at one point, I just felt like that my father no longer, like, acknowledged me for real, for real, my birthday, like, and see, I had always been groomed as a child, like, to expect large, like, large celebration for me, you know what I mean? So, at the point that I feel like that, there was no longer any, like, you know, and y'all, we all get to that point, to a certain extent, because I see people there whose families celebrate them, so, nonetheless, when there, there was a point where I felt like that no one celebrated me, God stepped in and he would start to gift me. He would give me a gift. Like I would notice it like September would come and it seemed like God would give me a gift just for being here, just for still being here, just for every day that I'm alive. And it probably started like the last five, six years. I feel like, you know, and I mean, every time I remember thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, like it would be, you know, it would be always right around the area of my birthday. You know what I'm saying? And your birthday and is September... Hey, it's near 20. It is 20. <laughs> I knew it. 10 more days, you guys. The countdown is real. 10 more days and my birthday's coming. And now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from, from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I'm going to show you the land. When I show you the land, get out of the country from your family and from your father's house. And that was what I felt like, you know, I was like out of my father's house for real, for real. Like, and it was like a point in my life that I was out of my father's house, but I'd never been out of my father's house. If you understand what I mean, because God has always had his hand on me and, you know, he started blessing me. He picked up the slack that I felt like everyone else was giving me in that season. And he immediately started stepping in and, and you, if you give him the space and allow him, that's what he'll do for you. Really? That's what he'll do for you. No, leave it there. Just leave it there and we'll get it. So these are his instructions in this season. If you're if you're walking into the season of promise like I am, like we are, ain't it? For sure. Our family's walking into our season of promise. And and this is what God is, is doing right now in this moment. He is explaining. He is He's showing where in his word, he explains what it feels like when he's promised you something and he promised it to you years ago. Like he promised it to you like years ago, but then here it is. You done had a name change. I done had a name change before I, I can't step. I ain't even stepped into my promise. And I'm stepping into my promise. I'm just not stepping into my promise. And that's what Abraham experienced. Landon, if you don't put that fork down, I'm going to fork you. Like you and the fork about to blow me. Because I'm trying to tell you, this is amazing. Because if you look at, this is Genesis. This is at the very beginning. Do you understand that in his word, he talks about those 
who were those who were first will become last and those who last will become first in the in the last days. And this is a true testament because this is Genesis, the very beginning of his word. About noon o'clock. It's 12 o'clock in Genesis. 12 o'clock. You feel me? Because it's the 12th chapter. It's about 12 o'clock in Genesis. And we ain't even got all the way up and in Genesis good. Because y'all know Genesis is kind of long a little bit. Like, you know, I mean, it go all the way to like 40 something, 50 something. I think. I don't even know how far Genesis go, y'all. That's a shame. We're over here. Hold on. This is 49. Hold on, listen to me now. This 50, this is 50 right here. So it do get into 50. Listen. Oh, Lord, it ends at 50. Oh, Lord, it ends at 50. And this, and you know how it Exodus. says Exodus. So listen. Yes, clock listen. in here. Mm -hmm. Look at that time now. It's already almost 12 o'clock. Facts. And now. That part. My bad. I didn't mean to over talk. Okay. So now the Lord said, said to Abram, so, okay, it's just now getting it good in the Genesis. This is the very beginning. And if you think about it, like, this is how I felt, like, in the beginning of my life. Because, like, we are supposed to be, as Christians, we're supposed to be Christ-like. And, you know, I, I see so many instances and overlappings and just times where I feel like, I feel like, I, as a Christian, I align with my Christian belief, belief system because, or my faith system because, I understand that I can be Christ-like and I know that what that feels like because I know what it feels like for God to make me a promise. And I feel like when I was young, like you landed, even younger, God made me promises. He promised me things. You know how when we're young and see people don't understand the value of childhood. They don't understand it. The, there's a value there. There's a value in being a child because God is close and with you. And so when you listen to the words from a child's mouth, a child speaks their life. They they speak their destiny. They speak what they what they see for themselves, and God gives them that because God is with them as a child. So God gives them the promises early. You get your promises early at at your conception as a seed. When you're a seed, you have promise in you. You hear me? When you was a seed in your mommy belly, when I just talked to you about when you asked me about when I uh when I went to college. You, I was a seed. In, you were a seed in my belly before I, I ever went to college. I had promise in you. There was promise in you. God gave me promise through you. Like a little apple seed inside the shell. Yeah, remember you was digging out apple seeds. Or and when you see, when you plant the seed, when God planted the seed, when God planted the seed, He had promise there. You understand what I'm saying? So when I'm telling you that God planted a seed in you, that He has promised there. And now the Lord has said to Abram, get out from, uh, from, get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house, because at some point that seed must grow. At some point that seed is growing. And so this is in Genesis. But then when we fast forward, because we looked up, we started up looking up what families. I want you to understand that every family started as a seed. Every family started as a seed. You want to write it down? Yeah. Yo, it's another um it should be a little tad, uh, a little pad in my book in my um briefcase. Look in there. See if it's a little pad in there. I might have left it at um work. Look on that side. Look on that side. You don't need to go nowhere. You could just grab something. Grab that little grab a little sheet. Oh, 
Look, Landy, you overlooked me. Oh, no, that's, look, it's a whole notebook right here, Goofy. Come on. I know she did a good job, ain't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my students love me. They draw me stuff and everything. That's when you got all the Naruto pictures up there. No. Oh, in our classroom? Yeah. That's theirs. I just displayed their artwork. Here you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Every family started as a seed. I'm just going to teach y'all a little bit today in the interim. This is in the interim. This is what God talks to me about whenever he makes me wait. He made me listen to him. He made me tune in to him. He makes me just really know him more and more while I wait. He tells me though, he give me he give me reminders that he gonna do what he promised me that he's gonna do. And this is a reminder. And this is a reminder to some of you because you know the God has promised you something and you're expecting it and you're waiting on it. And and this is your reminder that it's on its way, it's close, it's coming, it's here, it's here, it's really here. We're in the season. The seasons are changing, and that's what we're talking about. We were looking up families, but the seasons are changing. But I haven't even spoken it, but here it is. The Lord's promise to Abram, but by Acts, Acts is toward, look at the Bible landing. Is this is the beginning or the end? The end. How many, look, look at all of this that done happened along the way. So much has happened along the way. All of this right here. Look at all this. All of this right here has happened in the Bible. And we're at the end now reading in Acts 3 and 25 because we just looked up the two scriptures and families that the bible index right and it says you are sons of the prophets and of the covenant which god made with our father saying to abraham genesis 12 3 abraham lord's promise to abram when god came to us and made us a promise we were abram's we were like our brother Abram in the sense of we were one way, but through God and through all that has happened in this word right here, along the way, we became Abraham. Abram became Abraham. He became who God created him to be. He changed. He transformed. He became someone else. And God is doing the work in each and every one of us to for us to have an Abraham transformation. Write that down. Abraham transformation. Okay? okay. You feel me? Yes. You are sons. When you look at the Bible, and my and my Bible is King first uh King James. I mean New King James. Thank you, Lord. New King James. Twelve three. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This is speaking to the ones that God has chosen for a time such as this. God has chosen us I think we to convey his messages and to speak to his people in these days because he is coming for a return. He is 
telling us that he is doing our doing the work for us. He has transformed us from Abram to Abraham. And he promised Abram in Genesis way back then. He promised Abraham in the beginning, way back then. Way back then, way back then, way back then, way back then. It was a long time ago because all of the events of the Bible had already occurred. All of the battles, Exodus. We read X. We go through from Genesis to Exodus, Deuteronomy, yeah, we Joshua. Should, we should write one thing that you have just said. In you, every family shall be blessed. Now, write we, it. we all know that we. some of us do not know. What does that mean? What does that mean? Nanny. What God will always tell us. Amen. Judges. Wow, we read through Samuel. Samuel, first Samuel. Second Samuel. First Kings. First Kings, Second Kings, all the way. Chronicles. First and Second Chronicles. Esther. Psalm. Y'all, the Psalms already done saying, okay? We've already had the Psalms of David. We've sang them. We've sang them. To understand what's already occurred. Ecclesiastes, Isaiah, Isaiah has already come. And he has already spoken his word. He already prophesied to God's people. All of these, all of these saints have come before us. Jeremiah. Lamentations, the Lamentations, Ezekiel, Ezekiel, Daniel, Amos, Zephaniah, Matthew, Mark. This is now, this is, after Isaiah, Jesus even came himself. Jesus came himself to come and save us, rescue us. He came here to save our souls from sin. He came here to save our souls from sin. To cover us in his blood and to release us from the chains of death, from the chains of hell. He released us. He saved us. He gave us freedom. He gave us freedom. And the promise, I want you to understand that the promise was there the entire time. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh, Lord. That is strong. That is strong. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I pray that everybody in the world, and I mean everybody, shall be blessed and rise up, rise up, rise up from, I don't, I don't want to say it. Can you say it for me? Rise up from hell. Rise out of the pits of hell. And that go, God's people will rise out of the pits of hell on today. And, and go up to heaven and get be blessed. Amen. 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 Because God is telling you right now that he promised Abram way back then. He promised when 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 he tells us in Acts 325 that we are sons of the prophets and of the covenant. We are the descendants. We are. You know, the show, the movie that we all we watched at, at um, after school, 
called Descendants, and it talked, and it had like Disney, mm -hmm. and it was like showing the villains, and it was showing the daughter of Maleficent, and all of that Cruella. stuff. Yeah, Cruella, and all of that. I like Cruella. Disney is. I don't feel like it's of God. I'm now that I'm the like I, I'm sorry, but that's what just came out of me. Same. I don't feel like that was of God because descendants, the descendants, the true descendants are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And here it is written again. When he actually said it and the star was unfulfilled because the, the star of David had not come. Uh, Dave, uh, Jesus had not come. Jesus had not come yet. And the God is telling me that the entire time, the entire time, the promise was already there. And he took, it took, it took the promise itself throughout this Bible the promise itself went to the pits of hell and came back out. That's what that's what he's telling us that when he put us as seeds on this earth in our mother's wombs, he knew us and we were promises. Each one of us were promises and we each one of us have to go through the pits of hell and come back out on the other side like our brother Jesus Christ who is an example of the power that we have within but we have to tap into this power we have to acknowledge this power we have to to respect and honor and seek out the power that god has put into us through the authority that he's given us as being sons of the prophets and of that covenant he had already created the covenant back then but we were productions of that covenant and when he gave us to our mothers in the womb he created that promise in us and that promise in us has to experience the lowliness of hell. It has to experience the pits of hell, but it has to experience what it's like to be there and to dwell there, but to rise above it. And so when Landon prayed just now, he asked that everyone in this world be lifted from the pits of hell because this world is experiencing a, a, a hell. Uh, uh, the, this world is experiencing, this world is experiencing a, a, a version of hell. It is experiencing a dimension of hell. And as things continue to go forth, it, the dimensions will go, they continue, they continue to get deeper. And as it gets deeper, then things around us starts to become more wicked. And the things that we experience or the things that, Society as a whole experiences becomes more negative and it becomes more uh, not Christ-like. It, it is it's a separation from the truth and the things become more confusion-like. And it's important that God's people receive the message that now is the time to lift and rise above the hell that you are experiencing that you're seeing around you and dwell with God our father and he will create a path for you he's telling you to leave the country that you're in or leave the area that you're in leave the country from up under your fathers is the word of God he's telling you to to separate from your family separate from what it is that you already know what you think you know and to Move more in the direction that he is pointing you in and trust that he's pointing you in that direction because 
He is lifting you. He's pulling you out of the pits of hell and he's freeing you. And he wants you to go to the land where you are free. And when you get there, he's, he has instructions for you. He's not going to leave you. He's going to be there and dwell with you and he's going to give you instruction. But it is important and it is imperative that right now you leave from where you are spiritually and emotionally and who you used to be. You cannot, you can no longer be that person anymore because God is commanding that you change out of the Abram and move more into the Abraham because this is who he's calling. Abraham is who is receiving of the promise. When God takes you into the promised land, he gives you the promises that he is giving to you from the point that you were in your mother's womb. You came with the promise. You came as a package deal with your promise. So you have to realize this within yourself and realize the power and authority that God is giving you that he can give you the power to uplift yourself and to free yourself from the pits of hell and instead dwell in the place of promise. And when promise. you choose that promise, Landon, when you choose that promise, when you hear the word promise, you, you feel, you know, when you... When you make a promise, it's, a, it's unbreakable. Yes. This promise, God has promised us. And he, he will, when he promises, it's always true. His word is truth. And, yes. and this is what I'm discussing. The truth. Whenever, see, when God speaks, you don't interrupt. God is in, is is compelling you in this season. This is the season that you are stepping into that promise and he's giving you proof that your promise has already been doused in the blood of Jesus Christ. So you know that your promise it has to come forth. It has to come into fruition. And the thing about it is only you know the promise that God is giving you because he gave it to you when you were entered into your mother's womb. And I and I never knew why God gave me. I'm I'm Lord Jesus Christ. I want to I'm sorry. I I, I want to we had to have a brief intermission because when God sends God Oh, I just don't know what God is doing right now because this is like extremely uncomfortable territory for me. Like, and I had to take a brief intermission because of my flesh because it was so much power that my flesh like felt like it was my body felt like it was going to explode. And I had to step into the natural in a moment. Like, and I, I mean, and because it was too much of just his alignment and his purpose and his and his everything just flooding me flooding me i mean and i'm and and it's it's it feels like ah <laughs> like when we read that book in the car you remember yeah and my brain remember. feels like that right now and and god has been speaking to me and and it feels like a computer when it's trying to download a file and it's a lot of of information and the computer can't download the file so it takes forever like it took me forever to get to this place and that's what i'm trying to tell you in the interim right now it's like god is is about to propel us forward is into promise it's like a thrust that he's 
pushing, he's pushing, he's pushing, he's pressing, he's pressing, he's pressing like the olive. He's, he's grooming, he's grooming and he's transforming us and he's testing and he's testing and he's testing because he has to make sure that when he thrusts us into this next season, that we're going to be exactly what he's designed. He's, he's designed and molded. He's molded us. And when I think about the seed and the promise. I, I, in my book, in my Bible, I wrote on this, on this sonogram actually. And I, I can't even tell you why I wrote on the back of a sonogram, but at that time I felt like God was promising me. He was, he was speaking. He was telling me my promise. And that's why it's so important in this season to be in tune with God. You have to be moving. You have to be in tune with God in this season because God is going to start telling you, see, there is, there comes a time where you have to be told your promise where God will visit you he will visit you he will he will shine down on you and he will rest, he will restore the promise to you because there will go there you you experience a season of loss of being lost or at least some of us do where where I was lost because I felt like that I had not been found but God found me like amazing grace and in that season when he found me it was like he spoke to me also and he and he shined his light down on me and he spoke to me and he said to me this is my promise this is what I told you that I this is what I, I gave you. I promised you these things. And when I promised you these things, I promised them to you. Uh, I promised them to you uh, in the womb, in the womb. When I first created you, when I first, when I first decided to send you down to earth, I promised you these things. But see, when you were a baby, you were aware of the promise and we created the promise together. You spoke on the promise. You didn't even know as a child, children speak on things. When they say, I want to be this and I want to be that, you listen to that child and you, and you, and you give them the tools to try to help them because those are the promises. They speak those things because they dwell with God. Children dwell with God. So they know those things already. They know those things. And then when they speak on it, you allow them to speak and you allow them to, 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 uh, continue what God is doing. Allow God to use their tongues to speak those things into fruition because that is their opportunity. You do not, you don't hush the promises in the children's tongues. And, and and it's important that you don't do that, especially in this season, because these children are coming out with the direct instruction of God. They know God. They they are sons of the prophet. They are sons of the prophet. Okay. So I so when I think about it, what happened at that time, it was a day where I've just been in prayer with God. And see, this is why it's important that you pray and that you stay in communication with God, that you talk to your God, that you know your God, because at this day I was praying and I was praying fervently. Do you know what fervently means? Fervently, I was praying nonstop. I just couldn't stop. I just was, I had to get him. I didn't know what I was digging for, but I was digging into God because I needed something from him and I didn't know what I was trying to get from him. But I remember this day, like yesterday, I was at my grandmother's house and I was praying praying, 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 praying on my knees, just begging God and, and pleading with God and in the spirit and, and speaking to him in our native tongue. And I just continue to talk to him in this way to, to dig into him more and more. And then shortly after he spoke to me and I began, I, I know that I, I, he instructed me to write everything that he was telling me down, but I didn't have anything to write it down on the, but a sonogram paper. Y'all, all I had was a sonogram. Sorry, my, my flesh took over in that moment because I thought about that because I remember how I felt because this sonogram was um, a seed. Matter of fact, this sonogram, it belonged to uh, Chester. This was three sonogram and I named my son three. Come here. 
And I remember it, I named my son three. It's so amazing because, and I and I asked God for I asked God for things specific in the spiritual realm. And I remember I felt like I was just asking God for things. And this is why I love God. I love Him. I love Him. I love Him. I would tell anybody I love God. This is why I love him because I was praying and pleading and talking to him and just digging into him. And I felt like I was asking things of him when I wrote this thing down. But the whole time, I feel like God was speaking things out of me. Thank you, Jesus, for that word. Yes, God was using me. He was coming and visiting with me and, and he was dwelling and speaking through me. He led me to write these things down that I, these are promises that he gave me. I wrote this, I wrote wrote this uh on the back of my my son's sonogram on on uh, august 1st 2020 and i remember because 202 202 202 always is popping up in my head i don't know why i always think about it I always think about it I always see it I always think about it I always see it I always think about it i just when i see it i just feel like the angels are with me that's all i remind myself i remind myself that i got i remind myself that angels are with me and god gave me promise that's what i remember when i see 202 i always say god gave me promise god gave me promise i think about that and i think about how the angels are with me they're gonna see me through some of this promise that god is giving me i wrote it down on this paper and i remember thinking about it because so many things, so many things get in the way. So many things get in the way of me thinking about these promises. And then I don't know how my ID ended up in the in my Bible. I was wondering, like, I kept looking in my wallet and I could not find my ID. And my ID is in my, my wallet. And God knew that only I kept, but then, I mean, my ID was in my Bible. And then the other day I looked through my Bible and I saw a little piece of my ID. But you know how you don't grab it right then and there so you forget about it again? So then I forgot about it again. And when I forgot about it again, I was like, it's okay, I'll get it again later, you know. And I kept putting it off. But then here it is, God knew that on this day I would open my Bible and I would begin to speak what it is that thus says the Lord. And on this day when I did that, I would I would know that he sent me here because my name is changed on this ID, y'all. And it's funny because I'm talking about Abram becoming Abraham. And I always remember the significance of a name change. When God, God gives you a name, when God gives you a name, I wrote a poem about this when I was like, what, eight years old. Eight, I was about eight years old and I wrote a poem about my name because God gave me the name Amicia. And I remember thinking of my name, like, what in the world, like, was he thinking to name me Amicia? Like, like, I don't even understand this. Like, hey, baby, you want some more water? God, God, what are you doing? What? Why are you naming me Amicia? Like, that is such an odd, like, occurrence is how I think about it. You know, it, it's like, what was my mama even doing or thinking when she come up with the name Amicia, right? She was, she, but that's the thing. My mom made my name up in the hospital. That's here. Fun fact, in case you didn't know, you know, sometimes I like to get, get to know you guys on a deeper level. And I, and I try to, and I try to tell y'all stories because the stories, they, I don't know how they always make sense, but they just do. And God does that. But my mama made my name up, you guys. Like it was totally made up. It was made up in the hospital. She didn't even know if I was going to be a boy or a girl. I remember my mom told me I was a surprise baby. And I don't know, maybe that's why I love surprises. I just love them. I love surprises. I love being surprised. 
And, you know, just the element of surprise is fun. You know, I don't like the negative surprises. But um, <laughs> I love, I love surprises. surprises. Absolutely. And so whenever I think about, you know, my mom being in the hospital, not knowing what, what she's even having, but somehow can come up with something like Amicia, I'm like, yes, mm, chef's kiss, baby. You did that. Shout out to you, mom. So, yeah. But when I think about my name, my father, so, your, your, you know, your mother gives you a name because I think about it. I, I give you... I give, um, I give, I give my children my name, their names, right? But God gives them names. Like God gives, like when I had Jansen, Jansen's name was God given. I did not name him that. And I think that that's probably how my mom feels about Amicia because I know that, like, I'm not saying that she doesn't have the capability because my mom is pretty creative. Like she is a creative, really and truly. You want to shut the snack on? Uh oh! Can I have a water? Or did you did you put a water in the freezer for me? Could you, or would you? Another one. Yeah, I just wanted a little cold, but not cold really. So that's why I'm not even tripping. But listen, I'm telling you, when my mom came up with Amicia, you know, it was really weird because I I know I know that it was God flowing through her, and I I don't know how I know that, but I know that because it's me. It's who I am. And I think about when I named Jansen, you know, I think my mom was the real name. My mom, well, my mom told me she really wanted to name me Misa. And, you know, my grandma told her, like, no, that's too short. No, thank you. Um, I don't want anything to eat. I already I ate like, the word. I feel, like, I feel like you want this. I don't. I don't know why it makes Maybe I want it later because Linda's usually really in tune with me. But I really don't want anything to eat. I already ate the word and I'm full. And I ate earlier. I mean, like I just, I'm just talking to you guys now because it was so much. I had to just give it. I'm, I'm just, I'm closing out. I guess you could say. I don't even know what this is right now, but ew, no. There's a gross. My son loves talkies. That's gross. But I mean, like I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, yeah, when God, when when my mom told me she really wanted to name me Misa, but my grandma says that's too short. And she's like, so she considered that when she went at it again to name me, I guess. But then God gave her the name Amicia. And, you know, I named Jansen Jansen because God gave me that name. I didn't, I wasn't going to, um, I didn't know what I was going to name Jansen because, you know, I don't know. Like, he was just so different. Everything about him was so different. So I never knew what I wanted to name him. And then... You know, I know that the name I probably actually gave him was his middle name, Jaleel. I named him Jaleel as his middle name, but Jansen was the name that God gave him. And I feel like kind of like my mom probably could concur with me on that. She knows how that feels because I feel like Amicia was totally a God-given name, you know, because the other day Apostle said to me um, that I was a true seer, that God showed me the truth. And when she said that, I had already felt like that I thought that I was trying to, I was looking actually into my genealogy, just getting to know myself because I'm really, I really found the importance of getting to know where you come from. Where, what, what are your people, where do your people come from? Do you know what I mean? And, you know, when I looked into my genealogy, you know, I, I guess it, it provoked me to wonder also about my name. Like, I wonder, like, what does that name even mean? Like, what does my name mean? Like, you know how you can look your name up online and it gives a meaning? But, like, mine, you cannot look. I swear I could not look my name up. And, and it didn't give me any meaning. And then I met, like, a few people who gave me insight. But 
when I think about it, I see, I, when I think about what my name means to me, it means I see the beginning. It, I, it means I see the ending. I see Amicia C. Me, I, me, C. And when I when you look into the ending, S-I-A, it means the S-I-A means the end. I see the end. And that sounds like, whoa. But it, like, low-key applies. Because, yeah, it's right. Like, mind blown. But then I feel like, whoa. It low-key applies, though, because I feel like there has been times where I've had these dreams where, you know, like, I have dreams all the time, you know, that are... I know God is speaking to me through the dreams, and I, when I, I feel that, I, I reach out to Apostle, and she tells me, you know, to pray, mostly, but, you know, when that happens, he reveals things to me, and he's revealed things to me over and over again about the times that we live, we're living in, and I think that's why I finally just put my pride to the side, I guess, and started, you know, telling other people what I know about his word, because, I mean, I guess it's pretty selfish to keep it all to myself. But, you know, it's difficult to walk this path sometimes, you know, because when you're chosen by God, you know, people hate you for no reason. That's what it feels like. And a lot of times it isn't the people themselves, but it's the spirits working or operating through them. But there's so many more people in this world that operate through this world and are worldly than they're, than the people that are trying their best and fighting a fight to be and to exemplify what it means to be saved. And, you know, I I struggle with that. Also is another big reason why I just feel like for the longest I bit my tongue because I still wanted to be me. I still wanted to be authentically me. I don't want to be anyone else other than myself. And so I was concerned that, you know, if I started talking to people about God's word, I would lose a sense of myself. I felt like I would be losing something rather than gaining. But I think that, you know, my life has really shown me that no matter how I look at it to dwell and be with God and know with God and be obedient to God it has always paid off for me more way more than any other way of being and living and not even just paid off but it's made me happier and more fulfilled and I feel like you know I'm going to be okay, less fear, less worry, less stress, less anxiety. The things that people say to me don't impact me the same way anymore. The things that people attempt to do to me, they don't, it doesn't stop me the same way that it used to. And it's just kind of one of those things where I realized that with him by my side, there's really nothing that I can't do. And so now that I know that the impossible, in fact, is possible. It feels like I'm compelled to share that with someone else to let them know and to also exemplify that that truth that I know in my life. And I want to grow more and more. And that's why I created this podcast as a platform for me to kind of have this journey with you because I think that 
you know, you guys met me in my Abram stage, if you will. I mean, you guys have grown with me on the back porch, with the back porch, you know, all this time. And so, you know who I am. You know that I'm a jokester. I like to make jokes. I like, you know. You sound like, you know, you sound, you know how Jesus, he, he, he talked about the Lord and all, and he was called the son of the Lord, you sound like, you sound like you can be just like him. Like, like they you know how you said when you googled your name, you didn't know what it mean. Like nothing came up. Yeah. Same with Jesus, it just came right out of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm thinking is that you could be the daughter of God. <laughs> I feel like the daughter of God. I feel like him. I feel like the daughter of God, and I am. And that's what I'm saying. I'm I, I am the daughter of God. God, He takes care. my 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 Father in heaven. God, He spoils me like literally. He spoils me when I think about the goodness He's given me. He gives me good quality. He gives me me. He's giving me all the things that I could attempt to ask for. And you know, He scolds me. He punishes me according to my due. But he never, ever, ever lets his hand off of me. He never lets me go. Never. Ever. And I, when he asks me to do something, I do it freely. And that's why we're here today. Because this podcast is making a change. Just like, you know, just like I have. You know, and that's what I was really... I, I mean, this is what I prayed for. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's giving me everything I prayed for. He's giving me... The promises, the promise, this is my promise. This, this platform is my promise. It is, it's, it's everything about my life is my promise in fruition. It's really happening right now. And I just feel so amazing and overcome with joy. And, and I know that I'll live in happiness. And I know that we're faithful to each other in that we know that God is going to continue to give us all that we need to continue to be obedient to him. He loves this. He loves that I'm doing this right now. And I love that I'm I'm doing what he wants me to do because I know that he's my help and he guides me and he's my light and he gave me this promise and he took my promise. He actually himself took my promise, the promise that he gave me through hell and he lifted it back up. Like until you have that experience with God, then you don't, you, you can't, you, you can't, fathom what I'm talking about, but it's a cleanse. It's a, he literally took the time out to give me everything that I've wanted, but not only that, but to give it to me in a manner in which it was to my good so that I know that not only it's him, but also that I can dwell in it peacefully. Because see, before, every time I got something that I felt like I enjoyed, it came with fear and worry that someone was going to come and take it from me. Like, I used to feel like that whenever I got my first apartment and it was so bomb. You remember how, like, we were, I felt like we were so lit. Like, we he was so lit in there that I never fully enjoyed it as much as I feel like I could have because I kept being worried about someone coming and taking it from me because I've been so used to the uh, to Satan coming and trying to rob me. But this time, I don't feel like that. When God pushes me into this promise, it feels more like it's permanent. Like no one can ever take this from me because it's God given. He 
paved the way and he also he fixed me first. He fixed me. He 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 did the work in me first so that I could dwell into this promise and I could dwell into the promise and I could enjoy it peacefully. I don't have to be looking over my shoulder being concerned with what someone is going to come and try to steal back from me or take from me. Do you know what I mean? Because because the canker worms can no longer destroy me. They cannot have my harvest anymore. This harvest is for me. I put these seeds into the ground and he, they're, I'm reaping what I've sown. And so I'm so grateful and amazed because the same 2020 was also the same year I started this podcast. Like I wrote this, I wrote this sonogram, you guys. Um, I wrote this sonogram. Um, I say I wrote this sonogram. I wrote this sonogram. I literally did. And I, the first thing I wrote on it was God will do a quick work. God will do a quick work. Y'all, I just knew God was going to come in and uh, make it happen fast. God will do a quick work. And I wrote this on August 1st, 2020. God will do a quick work. Our children are loved properly. I've always dreamed for my children to be loved properly. And we are loved properly. And we are strong as a family. And we are blessed. We believe. Uh, we, know the, we know the truth. We are saved. We trust God. Y'all, I... I, I, I we love to travel. We got we body goals because we gonna be on it. We gonna be. We are gonna. We are gonna literally. We are gonna literally like take the time out to take care of ourselves. We will have a abundance. We will overcome obstacles. We will experience joy. We will live in happiness. We are clean. You guys, y'all know I started this podcast with Liddell. I, I put even her in my in my promise. You guys that she would be happy. You guys because. I appreciate the fact that even uh, we started that we started, you know, this together initially, you know, um, that I asked her to to do this with me. You know what I mean? And we will live in happiness. We are clean. We are organized. We are neat. We are kind. We are gentle. We are love. We uh, we garden. You guys, I pray for our garden. We don't even have no garden yet, y'all. But yes, we gonna we, we gonna have a garden. Oh yeah, you know what? We are you right? We do have a garden because we started gardening, y'all. We started gardening. Our influence will increase. I'm gonna write some books, you guys, for you guys. I'm gonna write some books because um, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And actually, I already started the books probably years ago, but I never finished them. And I'm really excited about them, so I'm gonna release some of those titles. But I will write books. My husband is a Bassmaster. Y'all do not know this, but my husband is literally a Bassmaster, y'all. Like, he catches bass, like, oh, my gosh. I don't over. even understand how he does it. But he, he can catch bass over five pounds. Listen. Maybe even over seven. Yes, I know he can. Listen, he's a Bassmaster, period. We make music. You guys, my husband loves me. I love love. I love love. Um, we believe in ourselves and we love ourselves and we're handsome and we're beautiful. Everyone's handsome and beautiful. What did I say to you this morning? Hello, beautiful boy. <laughs> I called you handsome. She told me, hello, beautiful boy. Yes, because I want my kids to know that they're handsome and they're beautiful. We are in good shape, you guys, because at any moment, you guys, in this season, we want to be able to break out in a good run. If we got to run for our lives, I remember when I used to study with um with Apostle uh, Kirksey. When I studied with the study with Apostle Kirksey, uh, he used to always say this phrase, run for your life, run for your life, run for your life. And I would literally live by that. I would, sometimes you have to run for your life. If it means pack your stuff up and literally move, sometimes you have to do that. If it means like 
uh, run for your life is in like like what this word says in, in Genesis. Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Get to that promised land. These are the promises. I just wrote these down for my family because I know. I know we're going to have multiple streams of income. I know my friends are wealthy and we show appreciation and we have obedience that we surrender. My marriage is holy. Our bond is sacred. We are pleasing God. We are healthy, you guys. This is important. We laugh. We have laughter in our home. You guys, I remember living a period of time where it didn't feel like I could even laugh, you guys. Um, I want Landon to write the book about God's magic hand. I wonder if you remember that. That time. You remember that? Okay, fist bump. We're going to write that book okay so y'all look out for my son's book too because yes we take our time with each other and my it'll husband be, it'll be one of those giant books but at the end maybe i might draw an exclusive manga we're not putting manga in it i'm sorry that's fine. no no manga no no manga but anywho, that was a good idea, but not no 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 manga. But when I talked to you guys, um, and I released that urgent message, and I told you guys that we need to honor our husbands. When some of the honoring of our husbands is praying for them, like I pray my husband, I pray for my husband, I pray my husband is not worldly. Uh, we walk in truth. Um, I I multiply. We multiply. Uh, you guys, my husband is healed. We pray. We pray. You guys, we have to pray for these things. My husband will not fall weak to temptations. And I, you guys, every time people hear the word temptation, they go for the sexual temptation. But I don't even mean that. I'm, I don't even, I mean, I mean that in a sense. But that's not the only temptation of this world. There's greed out there, you guys. Greed is so strong. The temptation of jealousy, you guys. There's jealousy. Jealousy is so evil. Oh, my goodness. It, it is so evil. Yes, it's sinful. You guys, there are are so many temptations out there of of just dishonesty you guys there are so many things out there that i pray that my husband or my family my children that my 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 father my brothers that they don't fall weak to you guys that that's these are things that we pray for um that i'm love i'm gonna share some more of these with you we that we make dreams come alive for others that is one of my biggest goals i want to help others to make their dreams come alive i really want that's always been one of my biggest goals and and i've created a consulting business I created a consulting business to do just that. It's called Promise Publishing Co. You guys, Promise Publishing. What am I trying to do here? I'm trying to publish the promises of God in your life. I'm trying to help you. I want to help you. I want to help you. Um, we share the wealth because we are rich. Of course, you guys. We serve others. We serve God forever. We will help heal others, you guys. My children will be happy. We will accomplish our goals. The Spirit leads my family, you guys. Okay? We 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 got $3 billion in the bank right now. Y'all even know. This is how I feel about my family. And, and and that's not even all that I wrote. It's it's I mean the, the sonogram is like literally a long paper. Y'all know how they be. This is one that's got one, two, three, four, five. Matter of fact, this is this is five um Five images, and now I remember where this sonogram actually came from. This is actually bef when I first got pregnant with three, there were like it was a, like two. There were I remember I I don't know you guys I was bleeding, um, and I know this is like off topic, but you know we're we're out of we're coming out of this. Um, 
conversation because I want you to notice the changes in season. This the season is changing, you guys. This is we're walking into our blessed season, you guys. We're walking into our promised land. Oh my goodness, we have been on this journey so long together. Like we really have started this in 2020, like 2020, two years ago. And y'all have literally been with me through hell and back, like literally. I mean, to the point where I just couldn't even talk to you guys. Like I just didn't know what to say. I was praying to God, like, please, Lord, like let my listeners understand that I just I I don't know what to say in this season because God is just like things are happening so fast. Oh my goodness, that reminds me. I gotta go to that scripture. There's a scripture, you guys. Oh, I don't even know where it's at, but my auntie will know it because me and her used to pray all the time. Things are gonna happen so fast, your head will swim. Blessings on top of blessings, y'all. That's what I'm feeling in this 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 moment, this season. The uh oh my goodness, I gotta find that. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I'm gonna find that scripture right now, and then I'm gonna let you guys go. I'm I'm so serious. Um, things are going to happen. This is when I get this to Google. Thank you, Lord, for letting me have Google for a little bit longer. The things are going to happen my fingers are like tense like feel my hands landing i can barely type like i type so fast but i can i can barely type happen so fast your head will swim oh it popped right up yes amos did i not call amos out did i not call amos out did i not call amos out y'all because these are where god keep reminding you of the promises but y'all God kept reminding us of the promise. He kept telling us over and over and over and over and over. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. All throughout his word, he does this. All throughout his word, he does this. He literally reminds us over and over and over and over and over that he promised us something. He promised us something. I promise you something. I promise you something. I promise you something. I'm going to keep saying it because somebody's not getting it. Oh, you so hard-headed. Please get it in your spirit that God promised you something. It's you. Yeah, you. Don't be acting crazy. Don't act crazy like you don't know who I'm talking to. You know exactly who I'm talking to. Yes, please get it in your spirit. I done told you over and 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 over that God has promised you something. He 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 has promised you something. Now I can't even find, look, y'all can try to get my hand on Amos. I'm trying to get hold of Amos. I'm trying to, oh Lord, now see y'all read my Bible all the time. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I be surprising myself sometimes how quickly I find my scriptures because I realize now that I really do actually read my Bible all the time and i be really like on myself really hard about it because i feel like i don't read it enough that's so like i feel like i don't I, like I, if i put it down for two days it's too long if i put it down for a day that's too long it's too long if i put it down for like <laughs> yeah 24 hours is too long 12 hours sometimes it's too long it, yeah where is amos y'all now i can't find amos what in the world did i not read amos out to y'all did i not call him out did i not did i not you, you said it. It's, it's right before. Did I not? I know it's coming up. I feel it. I feel it. It's coming. Here we go. We're getting to Amos. There we go. Ooh, what I said. Did I not say it was coming? Amos 9. 13 and 15. Acts. Amos 9. It's right before what? It's right before Acts. It's right before Acts, son. Yes, it is. It's right before the gospel. It's right before the gospels. See, look at that. Boom. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. When I when God do it, he do it. He do it. He do it well. Okay. But the end of Amos, the end of Amos, it says the tabernacle of David, David restored. The tabernacle is restored, you guys, in the name of Jesus. Okay. For surely, I, hold on. 
Hold on, no. Amos 3, let me see. 13. Behold, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treater of grapes, him who sows seed. The mountains shall drip with sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. I will bring back the peop the captives of my people Israel. I will bring back the captives of my people Israel. 14, y'all. They shall build the waste cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink wine from them. They shall also make gardens. Did I not put gardens on my promise list? Yes, they shall did. make gardens, y'all. This is the truth of the living God. This is the truth. They shall make gardens and eat fruit from them, y'all. We shall make gardens. He is bringing his people back. Do y'all know not know how popular gardening has become? Gardening has become so increasingly popular lately. And it will continue to become popular, y'all. And this is the, the signs because the tabernacle of David has been restored. He will bring back the captives of his people Israel. They shall build the waste cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink wine from them. They shall also make gardens and eat fruit from them. I will plant them in their land and no longer shall they be pulled up. Did I not say that this time God blesses us, it's going to be permanent. We shall no longer be pulled up. From the land I have given them, says the Lord your God. This is not even... Oh my goodness, y'all. This ain't even the one. This is nine... Oh, Lord, help me. That ain't even a one, but there go another promise right there. Look at that. Look at that. Yes, indeed, says the message. Okay, this is it. This is my Bible. That was my Bible version of it. But this this is the, the message Bible, okay? Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look. Blessings. Blessings like wine, wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I will make everything right again for my people Israel. They'll rebuild their ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. I'll plant them, plant them on their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God says so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, that's the end of this, y'all. In the interim, this is a session. This is this is what we talking about. This is just what God talking about on today, on this Saturday, on this lovely Saturday. I got to go shopping for my husband. Y'all, it is what it is. Y'all be blessed. I thank y'all for listening today, and I love y'all, and I just know that we are walking into our winning season together. Thank y'all for listening to the Back Porch Healing. I just, I this thing here has just been a seed that has been planted, and God is blessing it. And I just, I thank him for everything that he's doing um, with and through us in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. All right, y'all be blessed.